0: Hi, welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. Alongside me is my
1: co host and good friend, Nicholas Baer. Nick, how's it going? You know, Micah, I'm doing very well today. I'm a Rams fan, and I just watched them lose to the judge. But other than that, I'm doing absolutely fantastic. How are you today? I'm doing well. I am doing well. Is the 2021
0: season going to be delayed? And the Cleveland Indians are changing their name? All this and more. Let's dive in. <laughs> So Twitter was going off a few days ago and it was pretty much saying we could have a delayed
1: 2021 season. What does this mean for the players, Nick? This is bad. This is bad for baseball in general. I feel like we talked about this last week too. Baseball is in a really bad spot right now. There's not a good relationship between the players and the owners. They lost a lot of money. There's no fans coming to games right now. And now they want to delay the season which would only cause them to lose more money. Of course, even if they were to play a full season right now, they're gonna lose money because they don't have fans showing up. But if you take out like a whole month of the season, you're losing even more money. So I don't see who wins, but I think this is horrible for the players because now the, whole, the players are like, oh, are we gonna report to spring training on time? Who knows? Free agency hasn't even really gotten kicked off yet, but we're only like, what? Not, maybe a month and a half away from when pitchers and catchers are supposed to report to spring training. And now everything is up in the air. No one has no idea what's going on right now. So I think it's horrible for both sides, but I think the players are hurt more for this.
0: And you talked about the players saying, are we going to report to spring training? So it's kind of mixed. We don't really have any defiant source. There are rumors that have been floated, but they're just that, they're rumors. So we don't know, is it going to be delayed? Are, are pitchers and catchers going to report? Are we going to have spring training games like we normally do? Um, Terry Francona said that he had a meeting with Rob Manfred and uh, this week, and he told them to prepare as if spring training was going to start on time. But then we also have other sources for more reliable people like Ken Rosenthal saying that there's a chance that we may have a delayed spring trading. And to be completely honest with you, Rob Manfred, yes, or last year, he said that stuff was going to start on time and that they were close to a deal with the the players association, the owners association. So I don't really know what to trust. To be honest, I would trust Ken Rosenthal more than I would trust Rob Manfred, but Manfred's proven that he's not a reliable
1: source. I was just going to say, I would take Ken Rosenthal's word over Rob Manfred every single day of the week rob manfred we've learned over time not to trust him as a source i know he is the commissioner of baseball but he is also one of the worst commissioners we've ever seen in sports if not the worst i think easily the worst commissioner in baseball history i don't know what's up with this guy i don't know what he's trying to do i mean we heard that they want all players to be vaccinated before the season starts because obviously the covid vaccine was just released for some healthcare workers within the past week since we've last talked but i just don't think that's a realistic goal at all i don't think you can force players to take it i don't think you can even force a whole country to take it not to get into that part but you can't force a whole country to take it you're not going to be able to force a whole league to take it plus if you're so concerned about player safety why don't you actually try and make some type of effort to make a bubble if you're really that concerned because the nba the nba what they did they did an amazing job of setting everything up. They had to stop in the middle of the season, not really in the middle of the season, but in March they were more than halfway through the season. And Adam Silver was on it right away. He was like, all right, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna get in the bubble. We're gonna test everyone. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. If anyone breaks the rules, they're out that happened with Lou Williams and Daniel House. So if MLB really, really wants to take this seriously, have the team play at their spring training sites only.
0: And now something that was floated around last year was during the regular season, maybe we would have a bubble in Arizona. And that was something that was talked about. You throw somebody into a bubble and you make them quarantine. These are players that have families. They have lives. So that's where there's a negative side to it. But it's also, if you're going to go out there and you're going to make millions of dollars, that may be a risk that you have to take too bad crying to your paycheck, right? So I, I, it's, there's a trade-off, but if we want to have a successful season where players aren't being tested positive, where we don't have delays like we did last year, where we don't have games postponed every other day that may be what we have to do and Manfred is not doing that Silver did that in the NBA I think football has taken some sort of a hit because they haven't done that we know Goodell just wants to make money he doesn't care about anybody else players players are not humans they're pieces of meat to him and it looks like Manfred's almost following in his footsteps and they're not doing anything right in MLB and if they don't go into a bubble I cannot
1: see the season working out for them. My issue is you now have a whole off season to plan all of this out, which we'll give MLB a little bit of a break. They didn't have an off season last time. They had to stop in the middle of spring training. The season was like a week or two away from starting. So I'll give them a little bit of a break there, but now you have a whole off season. If we're so concerned about whether or not players can be with family, you have the whole off season to figure that out. I'm pretty sure you can make it work out where these players could have families in a bubble. The only concern I could see with playing in a state like arizona is that in the summer times it gets really hot and this is an outdoor sport unlike basketball where you have an arena you could have the air on if you want because they played in florida over the summer florida gets very hot and humid sometimes it rained there when it was 80 90 degrees but the thing that nba had is that it's an indoor sport which mlb doesn't have the luxury of doing so i could see that being the one issue but M L B has had an no off se- a whole offseason to figure this out. I don't know what they're doing, but they need to be much more organized in what they're whatever's going on right now.
0: Right. Well, I mean they could use a dome, but obviously that's a lot of money to pay for and not all teams can do that. It, it, it just baffles me. And let me be completely frank with you. If I get another sub 100 game season, if it's if this 2021 season is 100 games or less, I'm just gonna have a problem. It, it's going to be a problem because I talked about it, you know, before we had this podcast last year when during the 60 game season, you cannot see a team's full potential in 60 games. I would have loved to see the San Diego Padres play a whole 162 games. I would have loved to see the Rays fail in 162 games because we know they're not that good. Yeah, I'm going to put that in because i you know i'm tobias yankee fan of me i would love to have seen the houston nationals play out 162 games with fans in the stands with people yelling at them with with the noise coming into an away ballpark but we didn't get that and if and and if we don't get a whole 162 games if we don't get 130 games at the very minimum it's just we're not going to see a team full potential we're just not going to
1: I was going to say that I think we need at least 100 games to see a team's full potential. I think 100 games is personally enough to me. If you think about it, 100 games, I mean, 162 games spans what? Six months from April to the end of September. I think that's about six months if I'm doing the math correct in my head. 100 games is fine because usually what happens, we don't usually see a team drop off too much after 100 games. In a 162 game season, I mean, of course, that would mean there's still 62 games left. But you can play around 500 the last 62 games. Like, okay, let's say, for instance, I'm going to use the Dodgers as an example, and they're 20, 30 games over 500 after 100 games. They're not really going to drop off after 100 games. Let's be honest. I know there is that chance, but they're not going to. The team is already well meshed together by 100 games. I think 100 games is fine. Anything less than 100 games I have an issue with.
0: But that's the Dodgers, right? So we have the powerhouse teams, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Braves, uh, I wouldn't throw the Rays in there, but some people will get mad at me if I don't. So I'll throw the Rays in there just for the hell of it. Those are like the four main powerhouse teams, maybe throw the Padres in there as a fifth. Those are the biggest teams in baseball, in my opinion, the teams that have the best shot at winning the World Series come 2021 season. But then you have the teams that, that kind of are a question mark to, to say, like, like the Mets, they're a question mark. We don't really know what we're gonna get out of them. The a's are always a good team but it always comes down to the last to the home stretch of the season with them if it's the astros and the a's because that's going to be a competitive division although the astros have lost some pieces they're going to lose george springer the A's have lost some pieces also they're going to say goodbye to marcus Simeon. they're going to say goodbye to liam hendricks who are two great players so they're both teams in that aos in that aos division they're losing pieces so i don't know right if we go a hundred games and the Astros are three games or three games in the lead, or vice versa, the A's are three games in the lead in the AOS, I, wouldn't, I would want to see them go 130, 162 games. Because to be honest, I don't, I, I don't see that three games being what the actual difference is.
1: You know, it's, uh, you have a point with the, with the wild card teams, the teams battling out for the division. I was thinking of the Philadelphia Phillies as an example, ever since they got Bryce Harper they've been nothing more than mediocre and i'm i'm used to being mediocre being a rams fan but um i i could see the 62 games off making the difference for the phillies but i'm just saying i think by 100 games you know who the really good and really bad teams are and that's really all people pay attention to we look at the the really bad teams and you look at the really good teams
0: but that that's what the casual baseball fan looks at but I'm talking about the hardcore fan. Like, as me, being a hardcore fan, just being me, I look at the teams that are in the playoff race but aren't quite there. The Toronto Blue Jays are the prime example of that. A team that is on the fence of being very, 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 very good. Trust me, in three years, the Toronto Blue Jays, if you go up and you're playing the Toronto Blue Jays, if you go into Toronto, that, by the way, that crowd is always electric they sell out in the rogers center whether that team is good or bad and by the way it's a beautiful stadium i love toronto um the Toronto Blue Jays are going to be so good. They're going to be really good. And as somebody who's a Yankees fan and that we're going to have to deal with that, we're going to have to deal with that team. It's going to be scary, but right now they're not that team right now. And I would really like to see in 162 games, what type of team they really are. And if I don't get the chance to see that I'm going to be disappointed.
1: Okay. Here's a proposal for you. What if we keep the season at a hundred game season, like I've said, but we keep the playoff format that we had last year. The same number of teams.
0: I hate the playoff format. It's so bad. And I know from some last people, year, last yes, From last year? Yes, 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 from last year. And I know some people are really gonna disagree with me from that. I know some people whose teams snuck in there in the seventh or eighth seed are really gonna disagree with disagree with me. Let's be blunt here. The Marlins are in a playoff team. I mean, I like what they have. They're not a playoff team. That Marlins team from last is not a playoff team. If you're three or four games over 500, you're not a playoff team. You don't deserve to be there, okay? It's like the East and the West in basketball. The West is always very good. And the East is always, eh, you know, the six, seven, eight. See, they're not, they're not as good, right? The Nets, I think it was 2019 or 2018. We snuck into the playoffs when we played the Sixers in the first round. We were a game over five hundred, or we might have been five hundred maybe under five hundred by a game. We were right there we 're not a play that wasn 't a playoff team and the same goes in baseball if you 're that close to being five hundred that 's not a playoff team, and i don 't want to see you in October because trust me it 's not fun right and I really didn 't like the format you know there 's times where the- where teams maybe should have made the playoffs, even though they didn 't because because of the way that it has been in the past but eight teams I don't like. Six teams? That that I can look at, but eight I can't do.
1: Yeah, I totally disagree with you. I actually personally really love last year's playoff format, and I'm not just saying that because the Dodgers won the World Series. I'm not. Going into the season, I actually like the fact that we had more teams because I'm also a big basketball fan, and basketball also has 16 teams make the playoffs, eight from the East, eight from the West, although I'm more in favor of reseeding everyone one through 16 instead of east west but regardless a lot of teams all they need is a chance if they just get in you never really know and then a, a team like the blue jays last year or the marlins for example i know they didn't win the world series i know they didn't even make it out of the fr- actually excuse me the, the marlins Mons did beat the cubs. the cubs the marlins did beat the cubs but besides that all you need is a chance and sometimes just having a chance can lift the team spirit enough.
0: And I think that's something with the postseason, especially in baseball. It's really a wild card, right? You couldn't be the heavy favorite going into the postseason. We've seen it with the Dodgers. They got knocked out by the Nationals. We saw it with the Yankees. They were a favorite um, uh, in 2018. They got knocked out in the first round, right? The, they're powerhouse teams that can get canned right there in that first round, and that's it for them, right? The, the Nationals last year, Right, 2019, they were a wild card team. The only reason they got past the wild card is because Trent Grisham made an error in right field in a play that Christian Yelich would have probably made, but Christian Yelich was hurt. Right, this is no disrespect to Trent Grisham, he actually won a gold glove this year. I really like him a lot. He pimped the ball off Clayton Kershaw, it was a ton of fun to watch. But anywho, the playoffs, especially in baseball, is a wild card. If you have two or three really good starting pitchers. They may ride that out because bullpens are so important nowadays. If you have two or three great starting pitchers, I'm talking like the Marlins, if they get that lineup and that bullpen up just a little bit, I think the bullpen major, because they got Sixto Sanchez, they got Pablo Lopez. I know they just DFA'd Jose Arrhenia, but he's a good pitcher. Um, They got Sandy Alcantara. They've got a really good starting pitching staff. And if they can can make that pen semi-decent, I'm talking just a mid of the pack maybe top 10 bullpen in the league. That's a very good team. You have to watch out for that team. So the playoffs being such a wild card, I think is something that's fun in itself. But I don't, I don't like the I don't like the the 16 teams. I just can't do it. I can't have more than half the league make the playoffs. I can't do it.
1: I I just, I really enjoyed it. I thought it made for a longer postseason as well. I think it was actually a little longer, but it was also quicker because they didn't have games off in between each series as much as they usually do because of COVID. Of course, they kind of went into a mini bubble, I guess you could say, if you want to call it a bubble. But I mean, you're right about the bullpen though. I mean, look at the Nationals in 2019. They literally had one of the worst bullpens in baseball that regular season. But the thing is, they had Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, and Patrick Corbin, three great starters, or three at least above average starters. And Hannibal Sanchez. Sanchez. He took the middle to, like, the seventh, didn't he? That's right, he did. But their bullpen wasn't great in the playoffs. It wasn't terrible. It was just good enough for them to get by. And then they had a great offense led by former national Anthony Rendon and Juan Soto
0: right I, I i can't see more than half the league making the playoffs because to me when when it was normal i'm i'm talking the division leaders and then two wild card teams it was the best of the best right the yankees were a wild card team and i know i keep bringing up the yankees they were a wild card team in 2018 they had 100 wins right the, and they snuck into the wild cuz the red Sox were just so so good that year they wound up winning the world series they wound up taking the yankees out but I, it to me the playoffs are are it's it's the elite teams it's elite 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 and that's it those teams that make the playoffs should be elite and some of the teams that made the playoffs this year were mediocre at best and I can't have that I just I cannot do it I want to tell you something else the wild card the first round the best of the best of three where if you won two games the first round this year that was crazy okay i don't think anybody could have seen the Marlins beating the Cubs, even actually, I had the Marlins beating the Cubs, but i don't think the majority of the people that were betting on it did. I mean a lot of people actually had the Reds beating the Braves because the Reds or because the Reds pitching was so much better. The Reds didn't score a single run in in those two games, right so if you go out in that first game and you get rocked, your team gets absolutely shelled. I I would almost pack the bags there, man, because it's, it's it's three games, right? If you win two, you advance. So the momentum is already there, and I don't like how it's that. I don't like that. I I just I can't.
1: I don't like it. But let's just say next season is shortened. What do you do if if it's shortened even thirty games? If it's a hundred thirty games, fire Manfred. But do you change the playoff format? Is what I'm asking. Would you change the playoff format if they even only took off thirty games from the season? N-
0: if it was one hundred and thirty games in twenty twenty one, I keep the normal playoff format, like the the the, the division leaders and the two wildcard teams. If it was if it was sub one hundred games, a hundred games
1: or less, I think you go with the eight. Okay, so you think at least at least under a hundred games, even though you don't like it, you think it's fair to at least go with the eight on each side when it's cut by that much is what you're saying. yeah
0: because you don't know a team's full potential in 100 in less than 100 games you don't that and, and that was one of the only reasons and i don't think i made this clear enough i like the playoff format for this year but i don't like it moving forward right I so I'm, okay. I'm 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 okay with it i was okay with the way they did it this year but I, if they were to do it like in, in 162 games that i would not be okay with because this year we didn't see a team's full potential, and I know I sound like a broken record saying it, but we didn't see every team's full potential, with the exception of the powerhouses. So I was okay with them letting more of them into the playoffs. But if we saw one hundred thirty, even one hundred uh, sixty-two games, I, I don't, I don't like the the eight teams per per
1: division. Yeah, I mean, not by mean per per league. Um, um. Yeah, I I personally enjoyed it. I would keep it, but it all It all depends on what MLB does, but I just think it's unrealistic to ask every player to get vaccinated, especially when across certain states right now we're seeing they're getting 30 to 40 percent less vaccines than they thought they would, because whatever's happening, there's mismanagement right now, so I don't think it's realistic to ask a whole league to cut in front of a bunch of people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's such a question mark. I feel like everything in baseball is a question mark. And here's another question mark. The Indians name pending the 2021 MLB season. Wow, that was just the best segment. I need to give myself a pat on the back. Anyway, the Indians are changing their name after the 2021 season. We don't know what it is. I My best guess would be the Spiders. I think that's been the number one rumor. But um, could any other teams change their name? I think the number one team that could be in contention to, ch- to change their name is the Atlanta Braves. Um,
1: Nick? What are your thoughts? You know, this this became a hot topic again over the summer because of everything that happened and all that. The Indians are making the right move here. Changing their name, I totally agree with it. It's it's actually long overdue. I I don't I know agree. have they they've already dropped the uh, the Chief Wahoo logo, I believe. They did. But it's just it's long overdue. I mean, we're here sitting in twenty twenty and used to have a team name with a team with that name. I would have liked to have seen them get rid of it right away kind of like what Washington did in football where they just dropped the name and change their team name to a football team for now but that's not what they're doing of course so we'll see but the, the Braves are the only other team that I could really see dropping the team name right now I don't see any other team in contention to drop a name.
0: Yeah, and, and it is long overdue. It's about time, to be honest with you. And the fans that are going to argue, oh, this has been our name since 1952, I believe is when the Indians changed their name to the Indians. Oh, this has been our name since 1952. You're what's wrong with baseball. Please shut up, right? Because you, you need to actually open your eyes and realize that it's not okay for a team to have this name. And if your problem is going to be, oh, this is our heritage or this is this is the history of the team, just just don't watch baseball or don't
1: like that team anymore. It's that simple. You know, teams change names every now and then. It happens. We saw that with basketball. I think it was early last decade. What used to be the New Orleans Hornets changed their name to the New Orleans Pelicans. Then the formerly former team in Charlotte known as the Charlotte Bobcats changed their name to the Charlotte Hornets. I know it doesn't have the same impact as it Cleveland changing their name, but no one really complained about that. So team names, teams change names often. I mean, not as often as one would think for, for as many teams as there are, but it happens. You could look back in the history books, teams have been named so many different team names before now that I don't think people are even aware of how often teams used to change names before.
0: Yeah. I mean, and then there are the people that are just kind of be a bitch about it, to be honest with you. And I, it makes me upset. Like they're doing the right thing and people just can't accept it. I don't, I don't understand.
1: I think the issue is people are afraid to go against the status quo. We've been taught for so long. This is how things are supposed to be. This is what you say. This is what you do. That people are afraid if you go against the status quo, you're, you're betraying the team or the country, let's say, without getting too deep into it. I just think at the end of the day, if you don't see the problem with the team name, you are the problem. I would absolutely agree.
0: You're definitely the problem at this point. I mean, people that just don't understand because some people i was seeing on twitter they're like oh i don't understand what's wrong with the name the indians <sighs> educate yourself it's it's really not that difficult you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure out and i'm not going i'm not going to explain it but you don't need to be a rocket scientist to figure it out yeah
1: you don't have to it's uh I was glad when I got the notification earlier this week hearing that they're going to change their team name, I was really happy to see it. I actually have someone in my family that's a Cleveland fan, and he totally agrees with this move. I mean, he said it's obviously, he believes it's long overdue, but you know what? At the same time, better late than never, we move forward, we progress, this is where we are now, this is where we'll be there in a year when they don't have the team name, so there's not much you can do in the meantime, but uh, I I do wish they would hurry it up a little bit. I mean they have until who knows when. I mean right now the the MLB season is scheduled to start April 1st. That is not an April Fool's joke, by the way. I must add. So they have time between now and then to to at least drop the name, but you know there there's there's a whole other side to this with marketing and all that that they have to deal with. So. And Cleveland isn't the biggest fan base. We know that. And it's not the biggest market either. So that's a a big issue for them as well. So I could see why they wouldn't change the name now, but I would just like to see it be done now. Yep, I would 100%
0: agree. It's long overdue. And that is that. Thank you, everyone, for listening to a shorter episode for today's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleischman. And I'm Nicholas Baer. You can find this show on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Micah underscore zero four one six. That is at M I C A H underscore the numbers zero four one six. And on Instagram at N V Micah. That is at E N V Y M
1: I C A H. And you can follow me on Twitter at Nicholas Bear Seven. That's N I C H O L A S. B A E R and then the number seven and on Instagram at Nicholas Golfer that is N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S G-O-L-F-E-R. Again, thank
0: you for tuning in. Be holidays. Peace out. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Of the Baseball Plug, I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It lets us know how
1: we're doing. Happy holidays. Take care.